You're listening to SBS News. 80 years ago, two women became Australia's first female federal politicians. West Australian Dorothy Tangney was the first woman to be elected to the Senate, where she served for 25 years. And Tasmanian Enid Lyons was the first woman voted into the House of Representatives and became the first to serve in the federal cabinet. Their achievement has now been immortalised in bronze. At the statue's unveiling in Canberra, Enid Lyons' granddaughter Libby Lyons read aloud her grandmother's own words. She said on being elected, Australian women have had the right to sit in federal parliament since federation. But it was not until 1943 that Dorothy Tangney in the Senate and I in the lower house broke the barriers of custom and prejudice and entered the sacred precincts. We were firm believers in the rightness of women's claim to an active share in government and were determined to acquit ourselves well. The statue is based on an iconic photo of the women as they walked together through the doors of Parliament House as elected representatives for the first time. Libby Lyons says her grandmother would have been tickled pink by the honour. Dorothy Tangney's niece, Maxine Muir, says while her aunt didn't consider herself a feminist, she did have a lifelong dedication to women's equality. Dame Dorothy was a very dedicated and talented woman who was extremely successful at a time when females were not encouraged to have high aspirations. She prepared the way for other women to enter the Senate and Parliament in general and end the prejudice against women in the federal parliament. The statue by sculptor Liz Johnson is the first of an Australian woman in Canberra's parliamentary triangle. Minister for Regional Development Christy McBain has paid tribute to Dames Lyons and Tangney, saying they blazed the trail for everyone who followed. These two women uh, will forever be etched into our history as the first women to enter parliament. And there have been a significant number of other firsts in Parliament since that time. Each and every one of those firsts should be celebrated. The reason being is that it was incredibly harder for women to enter the space. What these two women done cannot be underestimated because, honestly, without that example... Uh, you would not see the female politicians you have here today. Today, a record number of women sit in the federal parliament. But more broadly, the World Economic Forum ranks Australia as 43rd in the world for gender equality. And a new initiative from the federal government is highlighting many of the ways that Australia is falling short. The Status of Women report card draws on data in areas including education, economic outcomes, health and safety and well-being. Minister for Women Katie Gallagher has told the ABC the scorecard highlights the many challenges faced by women and girls. For many Australians, like some of these statistics aren't well known uh, and I really wanted to, I guess, put front and centre on as we're doing our work trying to progress gender equality, what some of the areas are that we need to focus on and certainly areas like sexual harassment, uh, family, domestic and sexual violence uh, are really fundamental um, issues that we have to crack. We have to reduce the level of violence and harassment against women and children in this country or we're never going to have a gender equal Australia, which is something that I think most Australians would want to see. Among the statistics in the report card is that one in two women have accepted 
experienced sexual harassment in their lifetimes. That's twice as many as men. Women also do the lion's share of unpaid housework, even if they're the primary breadwinner, at 24.1 hours compared to 19.1 hours for men. The scorecard also shows that women aged over 55 are the fastest growing group of homeless people in Australia. Anglicare Australia's recent rental affordability snapshot showed that single women on the aged pension can afford less than 1% of rental listings across the country. The organisation's executive director, Casey Chambers, says more investment in social housing is urgently needed. There's no reason for this. Every woman should have a safe and affordable home. Uh, The housing crisis is digging deep. It is hurting women more than, than others. We are short in Australia by about 500,000 dwellings uh, for social and affordable housing. That means we really need to be building about 25,000 social houses every year. The Status of Women report card also highlights the economic disparity faced by women. It shows that while the gender pay gap is at a record low, the full-time weekly pay gap is currently at 13.3%, while the total annual taxable income gap is at 29.2%. New research from the Australia Institute suggests women are earning more than $1 million less than men over their working lives. Eliza Littleton is a senior economist at the organisation's Centre for Future Work. The differences between the amount of money that men versus women earn has uh, huge implications for women's lives. Um, It results in like not being able to afford to put a roof over their head. Um, You know, we know that prices for goods and services and particularly essential goods and services are going up. So this kind of feeds into a whole bunch of other types of inequality that exist Uh, for women in Australia. One result of the gender pay gap is that women are retiring with far less superannuation than men. According to the Australia Institute, a woman on a median income earns $136,000 less in super over her working life. The government's report card also finds that women approaching retirement have 23.1% less superannuation than men of the same age. Eliza Littleton says the government has made good progress in addressing issues of inequality, including improvements to childcare and paid parental leave. But she says more needs to be done. If uh, the gender pay gap continues narrowing at the same pace, uh, it will take 30 years to close the gap. Um, And at that stage, 60% of the workforce that we currently have will have retired. So this, this issue is not going away and Australian women shouldn't have to wait 30 years to see a the close the gender pay gap. The report card also shows that more than a quarter of Australian women were born overseas, while nearly 18% have a disability. The government is planning to release a national strategy in the second half of this year to guide whole-of-community action, showing that the work of Dames Dorothy Tangney and Enid Lyons remains far from finished. Claire Slattery, SBS News.